This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Good afternoon. Welcome along. It's betting weekly game bet match. It's a Tuesday afternoon. I'm delighted to say joining me is my buddy, in, my sort of partner in crime. There's my partner in crime, the dynamic duo, our senior Andy Kappa. Look at that. Um, Sean, <laughs> you're a bit under the weather, mate. So I just, um, I don't want to, I know you don't want to have a moan about something today. You want to be in and out because you're not feeling so good. How are you, mate? You're right. You look, you look a bit rough. Your eyes are Yeah, good. I'm about two out of 10, I think. Oh, but, no. um, yeah, another virus come up on Sunday night. So if I can't speak, if I suddenly stop speaking, <laughs> it's because I, my voice is gone. So I've got all sorts of uh, okay. medications and, Bits and pieces here. Got some strepsils knocking about and all the rest of it. If I suddenly, if I suddenly start shaking, that's that's because I'm getting a bit hot and then a bit cold. But you know, I'm not one to try and garner sympathy, as you know. So well, we, we, listen, don't worry about. It. I can make up for the talking for the both of us. So don't worry about that. That part, that part <laughs> of the show is sorted out, no problem. But you but haven't so, got the stats, I have. Well, I know exactly, but uh, we, we we understand what you're saying. We you can see all you got to do is just tell us you like this bet, and that's all we care about, really. You know, we, we could break it down, but you can keep it. So, listen, I appreciate you being here. I know it's, you're not you're not feeling you're feeling under the weather, but let me just get this. Look at these. The, the the because we win t-shirt ranges out. What do you think? I saw them. I saw them on Twitter a bit ago. Yeah, the, nine, um, the dynamic duo. Is the back good as well? Look at the back. Look at that. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be wearing a couple of these. I'm definitely gonna be wearing one or two at um at Indian Wells. Definitely the traveling with Cabo when I do that long yeah. travel. But um, you yeah, have I, I air, think I, air I stewardesses coming up to you asking you for signing and stuff like that. You, you don't underestimate yourself. Mate. They could be flying off the shelves, these. <laughs> I, that, I, but I have a box load of it. <laughs> there's, there's many, many, many different ones we have here. Uh, all kinds of different ones. Steve I saw Wish, a few of them. Steve Wish we have, we have, I uh, thought the Dan Robot one was a bit harsh. You put all his lo- all his losing bets on the back of it. If anyone has followed the Premier League show, you'll know that Dan always at the start of the season, Dan would say, "I really like that bet," and every time he said, "I really like that bet," it was, it was a loser. So right. we had to make a little bit of a joke of it. Anyway, it's all a bit of fun. I like the what... way you've detailed them all. The date, the bet, <laughs> tour the dates. Odd. They were tour dates. That's what yeah, I get, I get, like, yeah, I get it. Uh, it's it's quite a good dates. idea, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully no one's going to... Available in stockists me. near you. Well, these are going to be competition prizes. So if you are not following us on Twitter, at Because We Win, or you're not following our Instagram, more importantly, our Instagram page, at Because We Win, these are going to be competition prizes that will be going out across there okay. uh, and across the Bet Rivers network as well. And with our friends with Bet Rivers, we'll be, uh, we'll be giving you those those bets, uh, those um, T-shirts as well, along with competition. So we'll we'll have a bit of fun, have a bit of a laugh along the way. And we'll see these in tennis locations across the world in the next uh, four or five months or so. Anyway, let's, let's, awesome. move, let's move on to business. I know you, you're, you're not feeling so great, so we don't want to be talking about that too much. We have two matches in Marseille that we're going to concentrate on. But before we do that, we had a good night last night. We had a... Yeah, that cheered me up. Delian, did... Delian, yeah. Yeah, nice. It was, uh, yeah, it's when, when the odds, you know, when the, when the data and the odds work out and you think, well, that price isn't quite right, and it does work out, it's, it's nice, isn't it? 
We've got Barrera going along at the minute. Okay, he's won the first set against Davidovic Fakina. So um, that did cheer me up a bit this morning, to be honest. Um, not much, <laughs> but, but 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 a bit. But uh, yeah, it's um, nice to get I get a winner in uh, early in the week, isn't it? The Big only cross winner as well. Yeah, the only thing it didn't cheer. I I I bet it, and I and I I was very happy with the bet, and it was it was a great bet. But the only thing it didn't cheer me up, we went into the third six. I was so tired. It was a closed about midnight last night, and I wanted it to be over in straight. Should have watched it actually. I should have watched it because I was up most of the night anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, but it, it finished about that midnight. Would have, that would have tipped me over the edge if I'd have had to watch a three set and he lost my like seven five in the third at about two o'clock in the morning with a a bad a bad sort of illness. It wouldn't that could have tipped me over the edge big time. Okay, that was yesterday. It's all about today. Let's look at the matches we're going to talk about today. This is actually tomorrow. Tomorrow, four a.m. in Marseille. We got to, what the first match we're going to talk about is our friend. Hubert Hercash, 100% record on the pole this season, 100% record in 2024, and he was our most profitable player in 2023. And there is a T-shirt in there about him, but we'll uh, we'll save that for another day. He's up against Alexander Chevchenko. This is a difficult match for uh, our friend Hubert, or Herbert, as I like to call him. Uh, mm. Minus 335 for Hercash, uh, plus 260 for Chevchenko. The spread here is three and a half. Hercash her minus three and a half, minus 114. Chevchenko plus three and a half, minus 112. And the total is 22 and a half. And the stock, coat, the stock total for Hercash matches is always 23 and a half. So I'm surprised it's 22 and a half. They met once before in Dubai, a tournament I was at last year. And Hercash won in three sets. It was close to one. Six, three, six, six, three, yeah, seven, he was, six. He was tired, wasn't he? Because he just won. Marseille and he then just flew out to Dubai and he was a bit a bit jaded. He's the defending champion here. Um he and he's a heavy favourite. What do you think yeah. of this one? Well, he continues to be the tie break king, doesn't it? You know, at the risk of repeating myself, it's some of these bets are a very good value. What concerns me, first of all, if you're back in tie breaks, I'll, I'll come on to that in a second. But it doesn't look it doesn't look quick, does it? I'm just watching it on the screen here. I was there last year. It didn't look quick, but there was still 83% holds of serve. Um and Bautista Agut, after his match with Gasquet yesterday, said, the court feels very slow, so you need to really work the point. And that that looks about right. It doesn't look like a, a real quick indoor court. They, they change these every year. That's what makes it difficult. They change the surfaces, and we don't know what um, what speed it's going to be. But if you want to have a bet in this game, the, the obvious value is tiebreak. Because if you look at what mm. Hercash has done in, in his first match, his opening match of all main-level tournaments in the last 12 months, I've said before, he's a bit of a slow starter. He's played at least one tiebreak in 17 out of 22 matches. So that's 77% of the time. So 77% implied probability is about 1.3 minus 335. And Bet Rivers are giving you plus 112, or they were earlier, um, about there being a tiebreak in the match. So just on that maths, that's that's a pretty good bet. I'm anxious not to keep going to the well with her cash every time because you know we'll, we'll get burnt eventually and Will we though? Will, will we get burned eventually? If the line doesn't change, they have to the, the line has to adapt to our bet. So if our the only time mm. we'll get burned is when we take it at like minus one thirty, minus one forty. But if he keeps reducing his stuff and it keeps offering the, the price now on the time is minus one hundred nine. I don't think you will get burned if you if you keep taking the value price. Yeah, well, seventy seven percent chance on based on what he's done in the last twelve months in his opening match of the of the of, of all tournaments. Obviously, this is. This is his opening match. I watched him struggle in his opening match here last year. I think it was against Raidi. Um, so, you know, that that's just on maths. It's a, it's a decent it's a decent bet. Um, as you said, uh, they met a year ago in Dubai. Her cash was fatigued after winning this tournament and then flying out to Dubai and Shevchenko almost got him. 
over her cash winner in a final set breaker. Shevchenko won more points on his second serve in that match, 57 compared to 52. So he was more than competitive from the baseline. And I think her cash's serve just, as it often does, just nudged him over the line. The slow conditions do put me off a bit. It does look, it does look stodgy, just looking at it again there. But that has to be the bet if you're betting in this, in this game. Yeah, 20, 29 different markets available. These matches, we haven't got the order of play, but they're going to be Wednesday. And the order start of play is 4 a.m. Eastern time. So very, very nice early start. Make sure you get up early. If you do place a bet on the Bet Rivers website, you can uh, bet live and watch live. You better watch this match live streamed on anything you want, your tablet, your your mobile or your home computer. You'll be able to watch the match. Uh, for that. But it's an early start, 4 a.m. We don't know the order of play. Yet. Head to the Bet Rivers website a little bit later on today. We'll know the order of play, but uh, her cash... It matches just statistically just always tie breaks. Minus 109 for a tie break. I don't care if it's slow, quick, whatever. I mean, even his record at the French Open on clay, you get you get tie breaks in her cash matches. So yeah. that is a, that is a great bet to start off with there. A tie break in the her cash Chevchenko match. The second match we're going to concentrate on here in Marseille is Roberto Bautista Agut, who beat Richard Gasquet yesterday. Richard Gasquet didn't put in any performance really, but the Spaniard is plus uh, 170. Was again, wasn't he? Yeah, just it was. It just I I used to love watching Richard Gasquet play that backhand and just the way it was beautiful, isn't it? What it's lovely, on. lovely to watch. But it's just sad now to see such a great player come towards the end of his end of his career. But uh, he's that's just a good good the better of Gasquet yesterday, and now he's up against Karin Kachanov. Uh, Karin Kachanov is minus two fifteen. Roberto Batista, Roberto Batista Agut is plus 170. Uh, 22 and a half is the line here with under minus 110 over minus 115. And the spread is pitched at two and a half with Roberto Batista Agut at plus 102. And um, we have Kachanov minus 130. So heavy favourite for the Russian here. If you look at the head-to-head, it's overwhelmingly favourite for the Spaniard. Uh, mm. Batista Agut leads 7-3. Um, and he's won in Doha on a, on, on a in a fast court. He's won in Cincinnati. Uh, he's won. All, I think they've won an Australian Open, and he's won in Dubai. He's won all the all the hard court matches. Batista Agut has won every single one of them. Um, money has come for Kachanov though. Here, Sean. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's starting to see a bit of money. Um, but uh, I, I think you're probably going to try to uh, swim against the tide here. Yeah, I don't think you can back Kashana for the, the odds he is. I'm sure you'll get bigger than that in play. Um, you know, given the head-to-head, there's a pretty decent case to be made for Bautista as underdog here. Um, he's already got one match under his belt in these conditions. He said it was a bit slow and that slightly off-putting. He, he prefer, both of these players would prefer a, a quicker surface. But the head-to-head is is a decent advantage to to the Spaniards. Six of their nine main-level meetings have gone to a deciding set. And the service points won and return points won totals. 104 to Bautista have got a 96 to catch off. So that's, that's a decent advantage over quite a decent number of games. It's not over one or two or three matches. It's over a long period of time. The issue with this is that neither man has really been in their best form since they both got injured last summer. Kachanov came back from his injury and, and, and won in Zhuihai, but he didn't play that great and he hasn't played that great since. So if we look at what they've, they've done in the last, um, from about sort of the end of the French Open to now, their service points, one in return points, one totals. Bautista got 99, Kashanov 102. Now, you would expect better from both these guys. So that they're both struggling for form for whatever reason. Bautista got probably more obvious that he had that injury. Um, hasn't been able to to find his best form since. And he is, you know, 35. He's going to be 36 in April. So you could say he's perhaps on the way down. But, uh, you know, on 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 that, 
the stats that they've played that, that they've produced over the past year. Uh, sorry, past since the French Open, the odds look a, about right. It was a one point five five favorite because off the last time they met, um, which I think was in Madrid, wasn't it on the clay? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, if I'm betting in this one, I would certainly be looking at Bautista on the money line or um, over two and a half sets, which has cashed six times in the seven times they've played best of three matches. With the, with the pair of them struggling for form, you might get a, a few ups and downs. And obviously, Kashanov comes here not having played a match since the Australian Open. So that's that's a disadvantage to him. So either Bautista or all, all the overs here for me. Yeah, um, the overs, are, I think it'll be a little bit brave to go on the uh, on, on the Bautista good prime. But you make a great case there. He's got a brilliant head-to-head record, but I just see a little bit of dis- decline. That's, in, yeah, in the dip is the, is the issue, yeah. Yeah, just we could look at the price there. But uh, anyway, um, if you want to take that, we're in profit now on the... On the um, on the show, so you know, it took a bit of a time to, to get going, but four point three nine units of profit uh, on the show so far. So this in the year, brilliant, brilliant start so far. If you've been following the picks here, and we've got some good picks in action tonight as well. If you saw yesterday's show, you will see we have some picks in action tonight. If you haven't seen yesterday's show, please watch it and head to the Bet Rivers website. Uh, Sean, just before we go, I didn't really ask you at the top of the show about the conditions. You said that it's a bit stodgy. You said it was a bit. Mm. You thought it was a bit slow. Is that really like you know what what what? What's your read after what you've seen on day one? It, it's a kind of a, in, in Marseille. You mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a difficult one to read because it doesn't when you're there and when you watch it on TV, it looks it does look kind of slow, slow to medium. But the statistics last year are saying that it's actually um, more like a sort of medium pace court. But I'm happy to go with what Bautista Agut said. He he knows better than I do. He's played on it. I haven't. So you know, it's it looks it looks slower. And they they said it's acrylic on wood this year. I don't know whether that's the same surface. It was a girl floor. If they've changed it, that would explain why it uh, looks to be playing a little bit slower. A little bit slower in Marseille. Uh, and we head now to Argentina, to Cordoba, on the clay. But this is quite a quick play court. Lots of tie breaks, lots of... A uh, bit of altitude, yeah. A lot of altitude. I mean, this this is totally different from what we would expect from a normal clay court. And we've got two matches we want to concentrate on here. And the first one is... As well. If we miss the show on Sunday, hot. we should make a point. It's insanely hot. It's almost 100 degrees. Yeah, I watched it yesterday. I watched the the Delian match, and uh, that was a night match, and it was that you could see it was it was boarding, and these were two South American players playing, in, and they they were uncomfortable. So we highlighted about the the conditions that it made the European players may struggle here against the, the South Americans, and it definitely was the case. Um, it is quick, isn't it? And it is hot. So just give us a little bit about what you what you sort of assumption on day one was. It's a, it's a little bit quicker just because of the altitude, but they do they do play with slightly slower balls, so it does. It does slow it down a bit. You're not, I don't think you're going to see a ton of tie breaks, mainly because the, the type of players that are playing, they're all, most of them are South American clay dogs. You're not, probably not going to get that, that many tie breaks, but it's still, it's still high at 38% um, average tie breaks, much, much higher than Buenos Aires, which is 30%, and Rio, which is 30%, and a similar figure to, to Madrid. So, but the problem with that is it's so hot, it makes it difficult, doesn't it? Because you can see fatigue being an issue here. You know, in previous times, set one overs and overs has been decent here, but in this heat, it, it makes it tricky. Um, Serendolo, who we're going to talk about in a minute, I mean, he he played in, in Rosario in the Davis Cup, which is about three or 400 miles away, and he said he was dying. That was his exact words. Um, and that wasn't even quite as hot as this. So very, very hot. The balls will fly a little bit. Um, those are the conditions in Cordoba. Interesting you say about uh, Serendolo. Obviously, he lost that match against uh, the Kazakhstani 
which was a real shock. Yeah, he won one last one, didn't he? Yeah, I mean that was it. That was an in- incredible performance from the Kazakhstani to beat him, Skatov. And he and he, and he said, I, re- I read about his conditions, like you say. He said he was dying out there. The conditions were really hard. His form coming into it isn't that great, but he is the number one seed, and he plays a uh, Zhao Munar, and he has a overwhelming three nil head to head record against Munar. But you was quite keen on Muno in Montpellier in round one. And I'm thinking, mm. looking at these prices here, I'm thinking that's where you're going here. If you look at the odds, Serendula's minus one. It is. And Muno <laughs> is plus 123. The spread is minus one and a half. Muno receiving one and a half is minus 103. Serendula giving up one and a half is minus 125. And the total is 22 and a half. Now, Serendula's come from a real sort of exhausting Davis Cup. And I know it's quite local. You say two or 300 miles away. Mm. But those quotes and those heats, this is a player who's not playing very well at the moment. And Munar... Um, and he's playing in Buenos Aires next week, which is the home tournament. It's from Buenos Aires. Well, you take it away, Sean. Yes, yeah, so we retired here a year ago, did Serendolo in the second match. Um, as I said, he's from Buenos Aires. It, it wouldn't take much of a mental leap, would it, to, to assume that it's 37 degrees in Cordoba. He retired here 12 months ago. It, it wouldn't be much of a stretch to assume that he's perhaps going to put in a maybe less than spirited effort uh, after the tough time he had in Davis Cup. And, you know, he may not be fully committed again here as well in, in 99 degree uh, temperatures. His record at altitude generally and here in Cordoba isn't, isn't good. He's 2-4 win-loss here with a service points, one in return points, one total of 96. So that's not great. Um, he tends to win tournaments, uh, apart from when he randomly won Eastbourne um, last summer. I think he beat Tommy Paul in the final there, didn't he? He, he tends to go well in, in tournaments. that we, we backed him in Borstad, didn't we, a mm. couple of years ago? Not last year, the year before. A uh, big price. That's very, very slow. It's one of the slowest, if not the slowest, on the on the tour. Buenos Aires is very slow as well. So he doesn't have any real record at, at altitude. I and mean, the tennis that he's playing at the minute isn't good. You know, he's played six matches this season. His service points, one in return points, one total is 95. Not good for a guy who has pretensions of being in the top 10, is what he said at the start of the year. Um, Munar's playing better tennis. He's only got a 3-3 win-loss record, but his, his... I know these are small sample sizes, but that's all we've got. His service points, one in return points, one total is 104 so far this season. So quite a big advantage. So on current form, Serendolo's got a lot to find. And if you look at the head-to-head, as you just mentioned, it's 3-0 to, to Serendolo, but all those um, clay tournaments were played at, uh, at sea level. There's no altitude there at all. So... Munar has a decent record at altitude. He made the semi-finals in Santiago last year, uh, quarter-finals in Gestard last year as well. Last sixteen in Madrid, uh, and his record here is better. He's five-four win-loss, and his service points one return points one total is one hundred and two. So there's not a lot to like about Serendolo as favourite here. That's why his price is quite a bit bigger than when the last time they played. What was it about one point four two to five when, when they played mm. last time at the French? Yep. Um, I'm just going to take Munar here, given the the record of the of the underdogs. And the fact that Serendolo isn't playing well and the fact that I could see him putting in a less than spirited effort. I can't see Munar, now that he's got a round under his belt, I, I can't see him sort of not fancying it. There are obvious reasons why Serendolo could could decide to not fancy it. I can tell by your voice, I know you're not very well, but I can tell you're quite excited by this bet. And uh, actually... <laughs> As excited as you get, excited as you get, excited as you do get. But um, the price on Muno is plus one twenty three at Bet Rivers, and that is the the best price in the marketplace as we stand now. So that is the best price in the world, and every other sports book in the world 
is going in one direction. So Moonart plus 123 will not last. That is an absolute certainty. That is going to go down. So if you are going to take Sean's pick, you want to take that plus 123 now. Um, some other books are plus 110. Some other books are plus 115. What price would you say that's, oh, I'm not going to take any more of this. This is the lowest we can go. Because by the time we film this, there is a good chance that this price will actually contract. Yeah, plus level. 105, anything yep. shorter than that is probably a no. But where he is at the minute, yeah. Yeah, really like that one. Xiao Moon are at plus 123 currently with Bet Rivers. A great, great price. We'll take it down to plus 105, but uh, hopefully we're lucky enough to get the plus 123. Bet Rivers are standing out now, standing out. They're holding that price at the moment. It's the best price in the land. Uh, next up, we have Hugo Delian, the man who made us the money this day. Plus 150 yeah. winner. Uh, great performance because Seth that wild. Uh, I watched the match. He was, he, to be fair, it was a long match. It, 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 it Ooh, wasn't. It always is with Delian. and it's he's a, every he's rally a was a grinder. long, long rally. It was long points. It was typical clay court tennis, and it was in testing conditions, even though it was late at night. So I don't know how much he's going to take out of him. He's plus two sixty here against Sebastian Baez. Sebastian Baez is minus three forty five uh, to win this match. The spread is a monster four and a half. Minus one eighteen for Delian. Minus one oh eight for Baez, uh, who's given up the four and a half. And the total here is twenty and a half. Like the other match we spoke about there, like the Serendula Moon Eyes, an overwhelming head-to-head here. Sebastian Baez is the got a 2-0 lead, and he's won pretty easy. 6-4, 6-4 in this tournament last year, and 6-1, 6-1 in the Challenger in 2021. Forget the Challenger. Last year's form may be a little bit relevant. Well, um, he came through qualifying last year, Delian, so he would have played four or five matches before he got to Baez. Exactly. Well, tell me the reasons why... Well, I, I can get, it's just by your argument there, I think we're going to go with Delhi in here and, or, or in some capacity. What do you like here, Sean? 27 different markets available, Bet Rivers. What do you like? Yeah, Bayes is also from Buenos Aires, but and he also had a, a very, very tough Davis Cup match that he should have lost, actually. Mm. Um, should have been beaten by Popko in Davis Cup in Rosario. Popko won a very big 19% more second serve points than Bayes, so he completely outplayed him from the back of the court, but he failed to serve it out in the third set. Then he had two match points in the tie break and somehow Bayers escaped and, and got Argentina through to the finals. Rather fortunately, you would have to say. Um, what's that taken out of him? Yeah, it's a slightly different case than Serendolo because Bayes is a former champion here. You now he's defending points. He hasn't shown a history of not wanting to play here like as or not being fully motivated as, as Serendolo arguably has. Um, so you know, after that tough battle, he's he's got to change from from altitude. Rosario's at sea level uh, to to here, four hundred meters of um, of altitude, and he's facing an opponent who is more attuned to the conditions. As you said, it was a long match um, that Delian played against Sabov Wild. You would think he'd be right attuned to the conditions now, Delian. Um, I mentioned the other day he's in he's in a, a good place mentally. I think now it hasn't that hasn't been the case in the last sort of year eighteen months because of injuries and the issues he had with the family and stuff, but. Um, he also he seems to be a lot better now. As I said, he became a father of twins the other day, so it's all going in the right direction for for Delian. Um, so sorry, I just uh, lost my thread there. Oh, um, it's going in the right direction for for Delian. He was a uh, the price is interesting because he was a two point three three plus one thirty three underdog in both of their prior meetings, and now he's around about um, what three point nine five. He was this morning. That's quite a big difference, isn't it? They're just going on their head to head. He has obviously had the better of it, Bayez, but I'm not sure he should be that short, given the fact that he should have lost to Popko. He hasn't really shown much recently. You would expect Bayez to win, but 
he might have to do it the hard way. I don't think he's going to be winning this six one six one like he did before in um I can't remember what it was, not it? Well, in the first time they met. It was in uh, Concepcion. Concepcion, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think Deli, given that Delian's got the advantage of having played one match here already, Bayes is coming in a, a little bit not attuned to the conditions coming from different conditions in um in Rosario. I'm interested in the two plus two oh five, three point oh five about um about Delian winning the opening set. I'm not sure maybe he's got the whole he's gonna win the whole match, but I think that's a good odds about him winning the opening set. Opening set three point zero five, over totals twenty and a half. Minus one oh eight, one one eight as well. Yeah, that, that's that's quite twenty and a half is a quite a low total when you consider these both semi finalists here last year and Bayes coming not great form, Delian playing well as well. So anything like that is sort of the angle to to get with. Um, yeah, so that's really there's four matches there we've spoken about two in Marseille, two in um, in uh, Cordoba. Just going on about just before we go, sure. I know you, I know you're yeah. not you're struggling a bit. I'll ask you one quick question before we go. Um, mm -hmm. The nappy factor, it's a, it's a very big thing in sport. When golfers have a baby, they sort of, they come out in the next two or three weeks, they play really well. Tennis players have too. But when Lagan was born, and I know when my, my Charlotte Harry was born, for the, about the first six months, I've, I've king in the world. I'm a dad. I'm fantastic. When mm. it gets to about 18 months and they're screaming all night, and then we get to about nine, as your lad is now, I'm really 21, and they're ringing you up for money. Mm. The nappy factor wears off a bit, doesn't it? When does when is the time yeah. that when you say, "Oh, it's great"? You, you feel joys of spring and having a a baby, and then you get to a point you think, "Oh, I think it depends." I can't sleep, nothing. It depends. Lagan there didn't sleep at all for the first three years of his that life. That doesn't surprise me. Doesn't he surprise wasn't me. interested. He was like, "No, I'm not. This is not for me. This sleeping lark." So he'd go down, up, down, up, down, up. So I didn't really get any sleep for the first three years. He wasn't great after that either, to be honest. But it, it depends. If you've got like a, if you get a sleeper. This is one thing if you've not got kids and you're thinking about, you know, getting them, getting them, thinking about ordering some. Um, that is the key. Do it. No, order them. No. Order them in. Don't, don't. order <laughs> don't them in. in. Don't get them on in. Amazon. Get them off Amazon. Don't. It's you, what they don't send them back in 28 days. Nobody told me. Nobody said to me, look, you do know that you're not going to sleep for about three or four years here, oh. don't you? No one said that to me. Not one person. So it's not, it's not that. It's it, when they get to 20, 18, 21, they get out of their mates. They bring their mates back at two in the morning. You don't sleep at 21. Don't speak at 23. He won't be in my house when he's 21. I can tell you that. Well, we'll see. Uh, anyway, um, the, the nappy fact is really great at the moment, Delian, but I'm sure there'll be a time. I reckon eight months. My kids slept like, like babies. I, I think it's a bit different, to... isn't well, it, tennis players? I said slept like babies. They were babies. Slept like babies. <laughs> um, it's very, very different for tennis players, though, isn't it? Because, you know, myself and Natasha were working both our jobs and uh, obviously she had maternity leave or whatever, but you don't you get I think when you're a top tennis player, you've got a lot of people to do the hard work for you, haven't you? You could say to the Mrs. Mrs. Delian, you know, you could say, Look, I've got I've got to play Sebastian Bayers here tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not having any of this no sleep nonsense. So you you lot go over there in that hotel room or whatever and I'll I'll just be in it. I think that's how it goes. I don't think the, I don't well, think Delian's gonna be up all night and then play Bayers. That's for no. sure. But there is a motivation when people have a child. They the sports players have that sort of they call the nappy factor where they like 
playing brilliant. They're inspired. They're sure. And then all of a yeah, sudden, they're the a thing. bit tired and, you know, and it gets a bit on and the kid's crying and all that. They're like, oh, gee, the missus is having a go. And then suddenly the nappy factor wears off. Oh, I think about eight months. I think you get I don't six, think it's wearing off with Deli yet. He's only had him a week. Exactly. Well, it gets about six <laughs> months. He's an auto fade. When, when, when Mrs. Deli saying, you, I'm up all night doing the feeds and you're lying in bed snoring, it's, it'll change. Anyway, uh, that is, that's how, well, not only do you come on here for tennis pitch, you come on here for child parenting advice, yeah. family parenting advice. You know, someone said it was therapy the other day was on the comment we saw in there. Keep them comments coming. We want to hear those comments. For, who? for, for, for the, the viewers and the listeners. <laughs> I think, but for us. Um, <laughs> there's four matches there. What's the, what's the picks in, John? What's the official place? Uh, the official plan, I'm going to take Moonar at that price yeah, that you mentioned. Um, we bet Rivers, what was it? 2.23? Uh, like that. Let me get it. Go, go and give us the other one, and I'll take it's plus one twenty-three. Yeah, yeah. I'm just taking that one. I'm not. I'm not having too many bets um, generally in February, but I think that's a, you. You can kind of pare it down to the very best one. I think it's that one. If I was having another one, I'd probably take that um, that price on on her cash playing a tiebreak against Shevchenko. Yeah, plus one twenty-three. Moon, I will definitely go. So make sure you head across there, and we, we're going to take that price all the way down to plus one hundred five. So if it does move, that's still value at plus one hundred five. And remember, there's uh, a few ways to follow us here. All the great content we have at because we win, and also in the Betting Weekly Studios on YouTube. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Betting Weekly Studios. Um, huge amount of subscribers great view so far on the tennis shows really really appreciate your you coming along and we want your comments give us your comments let us know what you think uh, we're going to run some competitions get these t-shirts we want to see these t-shirts trending if you want to reach out to us please do so on the comments below uh, you can also subscribe so download our podcast betting weekly game bet match which is available on your preferred podcast provider and obviously give us a follow if you haven't done also already, give us a follow on our Twitter and our Instagram page at Because We Win. Twitter's been around for a long time, but the Instagram page is really picking up now. And there's going to be loads of special offers there. We're going to ask you questions about who you think will win the tennis tournament. You get the winner, you win a t-shirt. So there's lots of t-shirts here. I've got so many t-shirts. Mrs. Seedley is saying to me, listen, you've got to get rid of these t-shirts. So there's going to be giveaways galore on these t-shirts. We've got to get rid of them. Who who wouldn't want to be sporting that in the in the local pub? That's what the, you know, this is this is this is niche stuff. No one this else is, is gonna have these. This you wait and see. You wait and see. This this, this will this will be very, very popular with our, uh, our viewers and listeners. Anyway, Sean, I appreciate your time. I know you're not well, mate. Get back to bed. Have a little bit of rest up and hopefully we'll you'll be back tomorrow and give us some more winners. Really like that moon pick. Take care of yourself, Sean. Uh, take care, everyone, for watching, and good luck with your wages. All the best.